Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, so let's do some emails, my friend. Let's see what we got. We've got uh, Cliff in Johnston. He says, Eric, I feel really good about the amount that we have in savings relative to the income that we're actually going to need in retirement. However, I am worried about nursing home costs and don't really have a good feel for how to deal with that or plan for that. What's a normal approach? Well, Cliff, uh, good question. It is a uh, you know big concern with, uh, with people is you know what happens if I end up in that environment? I need help medically, and you know right now your default and everyone's default is to what I call self-insure because if you don't do anything you're still going to have to pay for it if you end up in that environment, which means you're going to be using your retirement assets and other assets to pay for that. Then once those get down to a certain level, then you can qualify for state aid, the Medicaid program, Title 19, those types of things. So if you don't want to do that, then you have to insure it some way. So you could take out traditional long-term care insurance. That's one way to do that. So you're going to pay premiums at a policy, and that policy will give you so much money per day and then the policies will last you know, for a certain amount of time. They may pay for three years, they may pay for five years. The old plans used to pay unlimited. So if you're in the nursing home for 20 years, they were paying for all 20 years. The problem with traditional nursing home insurance is that it was written off of a different table. Think about life insurance. Life insurance is written off a mortality table. And so actuaries know what kind of kills people. I mean, they, you know, they have the, the science to back it up and they have the, the numbers, right? The, uh, how many people die, those types of things. They know that. Right. The long-term care is written off what's called a morbidity table. So what caused you to go into a nursing home, there's, it's kind of evolving, right? There's some things that could cause you to do that. But also going into that sometimes is a choice. You're making a choice because let's say you had a spouse that was taking care of you and they pass away. Well, now all of a sudden you have to you know go in and activate a policy or maybe your family was taking care of you and they just got burned out, right? And they say, hey, you need to use this now. You're getting, your level of care is getting beyond what we can manage. So it's hard for an actuary to uh, reserve or create a model based on people's preferences, people's uh, you know choices, what's going on in their heads. The second thing about long-term care was that the companies um, didn't reserve enough, and when they want to raise their premiums, they have to go back through state insurance commissioners to get approval for those increases. Unlike life insurance, they can just raise them. So because it's kind of a health insurance type of plan, so it needs to be regulated a little more challenging. It's regulated a little bit differently, and it's challenging for the insurance companies. It's also one of the things that brought down General Electric. I mean, their long-term oh, yeah. care division. Yeah. The reason I'm telling you that is what people have experienced is these huge increases in their premiums for the long-term care coverage, and they're, they're upset about that. And usually the increases come when you need it the most or getting close to retirement, those kinds of things. So there's other ways to do this. There's other plans that you can put money towards that that'll help offset some of the expense of long-term care. But if you don't use it for long-term care, it's going to pass to your family. And that's I like that plan for my clients just because 
I want, if you're going to pay for insurance, it's nice to pay for insurance that you're going to use, right? We pay for a lot of insurances in our lives. We pay for car insurance. We pay for house insurance. We pay for health insurance, right? And life insurance. We don't want to collect on any of those. But we do know that, statistically speaking, life insurance is going to pay off because none of us, unfortunately, live forever. We're going to expire at some point. If you have coverage and it's in force at the time, it's going to go to your family. So there's other ways you can accomplish this uh, clip. So uh, it's just a conversation about how do I want to approach it? I want to self-insure. Do I want to supplement that? Do I want a full-blown policy? Um, and then what are the advantages or disadvantages of either one of those choices? So we can help you with that. Just give us a call and come on in. 515-226-1500. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question, Cliff. Thank you so much for listening to the show. 515-226-1500. Yeah, now you got me thinking about all the different insurances we buy, you know, pet insurance and <laughs> dental insurance and insurance on our electronic devices. And, you know, just, yeah, it never ends, doesn't it? Or every time you buy something, right? Oh, do you want insurance on yeah, this? Exactly, you know, yeah, exactly. insurance on that? Yeah. Yeah. Even on Amazon, right? You know, you, you, know, you picked up, I don't know, electric toothbrush. You know what you, you want to put the insurance on to get it replaced in two years? Like, no, it's an electric toothbrush uh but it seems like there's always something uh all right so let's jump into the next one here russell and russell is in uh, where's he at? he's in des moines he says if my primary retirement concern is rising taxes down the road eric does that mean all of my retirement savings should be going towards my roth well russell that's uh, very intuitive for you to understand that taxes are going to affect you more in retirement than they do right now and yes, if you could have everything in the Roth, that would be the best case scenario, right? Um, I got everything in a tax-free bucket. And as long as Congress doesn't monkey with things, then it should be tax-free on distribution. The thing is, getting in that tax-free bucket is challenging because you can only contribute a certain amount. If you do a Roth IRA and you're over 50, you're limited to $7,000. And if you're doing a Roth 401k, you're limited to $26,000. But if you want to convert, then you're going to pay tax now at today's current rates, which are some of the lowest we've ever had. So getting in there's a challenge. But the one thing you got to remember is that in retirement, you're still going to file income taxes and you still have, even though you may not have any mortgage interest or be able to itemize, you still have a standard deduction. And that standard deduction wipes away some income. So what the goal is to have enough, leave enough in an IRA that you don't have to convert to pay the tax now, that the standard deduction will wipe that away. Or even if a little bit becomes taxable, if you're on the bottom tax bracket, the bottom tax step, that's still that's still a win in my book because when you're putting money into that 401k or other kind of qualified plan, you're putting it into your working years and you're probably in a higher tax bracket when you put it in. So if you can pull it out a lower tax bracket, that's how you win that game. And so it doesn't have to be all of it, but we'd like to say you want AMAP, which is an acronym for as much as possible, as much as you're willing to bear to get into that tax-free bucket, it's going to be better off. It insulates it from all future tax increases, those kinds of things. So I like the way you're thinking, Russell, but you know that's where you want a coordinated approach. Hey, do I want to do everything or do I want to still leave some here and not have to pay all the tax now and get it out and maybe pay a little bit of tax when it comes out? So um, a coordinated approach on the different tax buckets is what you would like and it's what we can provide and help people with. So if you want that, give us a call, 515 226 1500. All right. Thanks, Russell, so much for listening to the show. As always, we appreciate it. Call 515-226-1500 to get yourself on the calendar. If you're in a situation like some of the questions you're hearing today or you just like to talk, 515-226-1500 about your specific situation. The team is here to help. All right. Final one is from Anna in Grimes. And she says, Eric, at this point in my life, I'm not that interested in making uh, my portfolio much bigger. I just don't want to lose what I have. Am I being short-sighted? No, Anna, I think you're very smart. People think if I'm not pursuing growth that I'm not doing it right, right? It should always be growth, growth, growth. It's the only thing to be focused on. 
Well, Warren Buffett, who's a pretty successful investor, right? Um, he's got a famous quote. He says, it doesn't make any sense to risk what you already have for something that you don't need. So let's say, Anna, that you've accumulated enough assets right now where if you just earn a decent rate of return, you know, three or 4% that you could have the income and your plan would work just fine. You could have income all years and still have some left over to pass on to people that you care about. You don't have to take that level of risk. So other people that are in accumulation mode, they need to grow it sometimes. So you want to be prudent with your money. So it's not saying everything needs to be at that low rate of return. Maybe you have some stuff that's opportunistic, but some stuff that's safer and protected and I can take my income from there. Because the big thing about income is that you want it to come from places that don't vary. You don't want to have to take income out of an account that goes down 30% in a month. That's not good because you're selling things at a low and locking in that loss. You want to take income from things that don't go down. And so there's a whole suite of tools that we use for clients that help them take income from what we call safe, smart places. That's really what you want. But you're kind of, you're going down the right path and saying, I've, you know, I've accumulated, I don't want to lose it because I don't need to, so why risk if I don't have to? There's a saying I put in my book that says, once you won the game, stop playing the game, right? It's like if you football, I'm a big football fan. So if they're up, right, and let's say they're up and they get the ball last and there's, you know, 30 seconds on the clock, do they try and throw, uh, you know, uh, Hail Marys? No. What do they do? They take a knee. (laughs) The game is won. Stop protect. So you might be at that role right now. So going through our process to determine what rate of return you need to make will also open up a whole suite of, okay, these are some things. I only need to make, let's say, maybe 4% to make my plan work. Well, these are some things that can get you there, and we still have some things that are opportunistic for down the road, like there's a bigger increase in inflation that we assumed, or maybe you need a nursing home, or maybe you want to leave a bigger legacy, things like that. So that's what the complete plan does. What kind of return do I need to make to make my plan work? We can point that out to you or anyone else listening. If you want to know that, if you want to know, hey, What return do I need to make for this plan to work, given these assumptions? We can do that for you. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.